Rejoice in his truth, rest in his love, dance in his kingdom. Hi, my name is Katie Jo, your host of the Dancing with Jesus podcast, a space where we can talk authentically about what God is doing in our lives and what he's teaching us. Sometimes it'll be my voice that you're hearing, and sometimes it'll be the super awesome voice of the super cool people that God has placed in my life. Tune in to the rest of this episode to hear what God's doing. What's up, podcast people? I have such a fun announcement today. For the first time ever, Dancing with Jesus will also have a YouTube attached, so you can watch this on YouTube or you can stay on the streaming platform that you're on right now. If you're on YouTube and would rather listen to it as a podcast format, you can go ahead and jump to Apple Music Apple Podcasts or Spotify to go ahead and get that set up. But I am so excited about this. Hopefully this will just add more fun and more spice into the mix. I'm all for trying new things and my sweet, sweet friends got me a camera for my last birthday and I'm really starting to try to get more use out of it and just really use this to help Dancing with Jesus and today Dancing with Jesus to a new level. But if you don't know, I'm Katie Jo, your host of Dancing with Jesus podcast, blog, all the things. We also now have a TikTok, which is so exciting. You can go ahead and follow us on TikTok at Dancing with Jesus with two S's on there. Um, Instagram will be up and running in just a little bit as well. So I'm just excited to just be branching out and putting even more feel and even more fun stuff out in the group. If this is your first time here, I am so excited to have you here. Just like my intro stated, this really is a place where we can just talk about what God is doing, what he's teaching us, what it looks like for God to speak to us in this season, and really all the things. Right now, it is your host speaking, but it won't always be me. There will be other people speaking on this podcast and really providing a platform for them to be able to speak about what God is doing in their life in a way that is so unique to them. God speaks to us, teaches us, and walks with us in such a different way depending on our personalities and the the unique, intricate ways that He created us. So no one relationship with God will look similar. And so just allowing our faith to manifest, our relationship with God to just be so unique and so fruitful in a way that is true to the way that God created us. So that's just a little intro if this is your first time here and also for some of you, maybe you've been here before but didn't know all the jazz. But if you are on YouTube, I am filming this in my room. I have my prayer board to the right and my computer's in front of me, my mic's in front of me. You can't even see it, but that's just a little bit of where I am at. So jumping into the fun stuff, I have honestly kind of been in a little bit of a freak out mode recently. It is crunch time. Graduation is approaching. It is currently March 28th and I graduate on May 6th. So things are for sure starting to tighten up and the deadline is really approaching. And I don't know what I want to do when I graduate. I don't know. I don't know what doors are going to open up. I don't know what it's going to look like. It's coming super fast. And I'm really trying not to be super stressed about it. I know that God has got me. I know that he has a unique plan for me. And I know that he is a provider. And when there's no way, God makes a way. So that's kind of what I'm wrestling with. But I think a lot of people are in this season where you are waiting on something. You are waiting on something. You're waiting for God to do something. You're 
in the process of trusting God when things aren't adding up. And that can be a really hard place to be. I know that for me, it has its own set of challenges and I know that it has its own set of challenges for you too. And I think it's really cool. Um, something I wrote in my Bible that I found the other day actually. So after all the stuff happened with Job in the book of Job, this is just a sort of segment. This isn't exactly what we're talking about, but it just came to mind as we were, as I was talking about that. But when we read the book of Job and Job is in the middle of um, his response to his friends and just where he's at, we realize that Job's problem at this point wasn't a, he didn't have a faith problem. He knew who God was. He was aware of what God could do. He was aware of the power of God, but he had a hope problem. He had a problem like hoping that things would change. And I think that's so good because I think a lot of times like we do have faith. We have the faith that God can do it. We have so much faith that, you know, God, you can move mountains. You can provide an opportunity. God, you can provide in this way or show up in this way. But we have a hope problem where we don't believe that God will. And truthfully, God might not always. It might be in a way that is totally different than what we are praying for. But we have we need to hope because faith is an expectation. So I think that that's just, I just thought that that was so good and that was something that brought me a lot of comfort in this time of just like renewing my hope and so in the spirit of renewing hope and trusting God even deeper and being able to walk in confidence and in joy and in peace and patience in this season there are three specific stories that I want to talk about in three different ways that we can feel in this kind of in between this waiting season and honestly in what I'm feeling right now. And these are three stories that God has used to remind me in this season. And the first one I'm going to talk about is the story of Noah and Noah's Ark found in the beginning of Genesis. So I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard the story of Noah's Ark, but I'm going to kind of be talking about it from the point of view of what it was like for Noah. So God told Noah that he was going to wipe the earth with a flood and called Noah to build a boat. Now, Noah is building this boat, he's doing this, and the earth has never seen rain yet. You know, water had come up from the ground before, and the earth had never experienced rain. And so the people around him also had never seen rain. And it's very, the passage is very specific in stating that God told Noah to build this ark. So he revealed this to Noah, which makes me think that there's a good chance that the only person that God revealed this to was Noah. And I think a lot of times in these waiting seasons, God has revealed to us what has revealed something to us. So for me, God has started to give me clips and little snippets and little um, visions or small words of what things might look like when I graduate. And God, I'm the only person that God has revealed them to. And so it can be so easy in this season to feel stupid. Sometimes I feel so stupid for what God has put on my heart or so stupid that I would even believe that God would show up for me in this way. But that's, I'm sure there were times that that is how Noah could have felt. He's building this boat. The earth has never seen rain. The people around him are probably like, what is he doing? Why is he building a boat? What, like what? And I'm sure his neighbors 
were like, okay, what's going on? Like, why is he doing this? And they probably gave him odd looks. And the truth is when God does speak something to us and he does have a calling, it might look stupid to the people around us. It might, people might not understand, but we have to trust it in that moment that if God is calling us to build a boat, we can trust that it's going to rain. You know, if God is calling you to work towards something or calling you to do this, that God's word never fails because he who promises faithful. So if God is calling us to build a boat, trust that it's going to rain. So the first thing that I would say to sum all of that up is just keep building, keep going, keep trusting in the promise or the word that God has given you because he is a promise keeper and he is a way maker. So when it seems like it's not going to rain, if God said it's going to rain, it will rain. So rest in that, trust in that and stand on that because God is faithful and he will deliver on his promises to us. So that's one. Trust God. <laughs> essentially. Two, it's also very easy to feel unseen by God in seasons of waiting. It can be so easy to feel like we have to manipulate things to make them happen, that we have to conjure up what to do. And yes, God calls us to work hard, but we don't need to be seen in the eyes of man. We don't need to push our way into something. We don't need to manipulate things or take things into our own hands. When God has promised us that he'll make a way. You know, we are always seen by God. God knows us. God knows the amount of hairs on our head. He knows every thought before it's formed. And so when we're unseen by man, that doesn't mean that we're unseen by God. And when we're not in the lineup by man, it doesn't mean that we're not in God's lineup. So for this, I'm gonna talk about the story of David. When we think about David, being anointed to become king and Samuel coming to the house of Jesse and telling Jesse to line up his sons because he's going to anoint the next king. And Jesse lines up his son and Samuel says, hey, none of these are who the Lord is anointed, who is going to anoint as king. And do you have any other sons? And Jesse's like, oh wait, yeah, David, he's in the back. And David comes out and Samuel says, this is whom the Lord has anointed. David was not in the lineup when he was called by God. Man did not see him. Jesse did not see him. He was the youngest. He was out shepherding the flock. He wasn't in the lineup, but he was seen, called, and chosen by God. So if you're looking all around you and no one is seeing it and you feel like you're so unseen by man and there's no way that this could happen or God could make a way because no one sees it. And you're like, you know, God, you see it, but you know, they don't see it. Like you don't have to be in the lineup to be chosen by God. You don't have to force your way to the front. You don't have to push your way up to the top because God will exalt those he humbles, you know? Like we don't have to exalt ourselves. We don't have to prove ourselves. There is nothing to prove when we have a God who already fights for us. When we have a God who has a unique plan for us, when we have a God who has a unique purpose for us, we don't have to push our way. We don't have to manipulate things. We can just sit and we can rest and we can trust. So for that, number two is be faithful where you are at. David was so faithful where he was at. He was out tending the sheep. He was doing exactly as the Lord had called him. He didn't try to sneak inside because Samuel was there. He didn't try to push his way. Oh, but dad, 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 I think I'm going to be king. No, God just called him. And when God calls us, 
it doesn't matter what man wants to do, we will get there because God's will will be done in our lives and in the lives of everyone around us. That's number two. Number three, the third story that I want to talk about, and this is another thing that I've been kind of wrestling with in this season, is the thought that we are running out of time. That can be a thought that I think about. I'm just like, you know, God, I feel like I'm running out of time. Like, you know, I graduate in May. I'm like, I graduate in a month. And I can be I can be like, God, you know, we're running out of time and I graduate and how are you going to do this now? And I'm, time is running out, God. I need you to come through now because time is running out. And the truth is we have a God that specializes in the impossible. We look at scripture cover to cover and we see of God doing the miraculous, God doing things when things don't make sense. When it seems like time is running out, God makes a way. And in this, I want to talk about the story of Lazarus. So Mary and Martha sent word to Jesus and said, the one you love is sick. And Lazarus was sick. But by the time Jesus got there, Lazarus had passed away. And Martha says, you know, Jesus, if you only would have been there, my brother wouldn't have died. Essentially telling Jesus, you know, we ran out of time, Jesus. We missed it. We blew it. You can't come through now. Lazarus is dead. I'm sure that's Something that I have to guard myself the temptation of saying, well, you know, God, you blew it. We're one month away from graduation. and There's no way that you're going to make a way now. You know, and that's essentially what she was saying. It's just like she was like, Jesus, we ran out of time. He's dead. He's gone. If only you would have been here. I miss the opportunity to see you move. And it was according to Martha's timeline because Martha thought that Jesus should have been there and should have saved her brother. And I can feel that too. I'm like, well, God, you know, maybe you should have you provided an opportunity by now. And, but what we see when Jesus gets there is that he raises Lazarus from the dead. When it seemed like all ways had been exhausted, all hope was lost. There was no time. He was dead. It is done. That is it. Jesus made a way and he raised Lazarus from the dead. He performed a miraculous, miraculous miracle, <laughs> miraculous miracle. Say, so, you know what I mean? He performed a miracle when it seemed like there was no options left and time had run out. So I encourage you that time doesn't run out when you serve a God who specializes in the impossible. It doesn't. It doesn't. God can do the impossible. So we need to guard ourselves against the temptation of planning things on our earthly timelines and seeing things from such a natural perspective because we have a God who can do abundantly more than anything we could ever ask or imagine. And that is the God that we put our hope and we put our trust in. That is the God that we put, we stand on, our foundation. So we don't have to worry that it's too late. We don't have to worry that it's too late. We don't have to worry that there's no time left. We don't have to worry because God's will will be done and God can do the miraculous. So we can pray boldly. We can wait expectantly. We can guard ourselves from discouragement because we can trust that God is so faithful and can do the impossible. So 
that is just a little bit of what I am walking through in this season, you know, like I, I need this podcast just as much as anyone who's listening to it. And these are all things that I'm learning as I navigate this season of waiting. I'm learning what it looks like to wait expectantly. I'm learning what it looks like to trust God when it doesn't add up. I'm learning what it looks like to rest in his love and trust that he is going to send me to the places that I need to go regardless of what I do because his will will be done and I can't, I am not big enough to get in the way of God's will. And I think God is showing me what it looks like to continue to hope in him and continuing to trust him and continue to seek him wholeheartedly when truthfully I have no idea what it's going to look like. And I don't know where you are. I know that you might not know what it looks like, that it might not add up, but you can trust in him because he is just so faithful. And I know I've said that a lot, but it's the truth. If you get one word out of this whole podcast is that God is faithful. God is so incredibly faithful and you can trust him. I can trust him. So that's just a little bit of what I'm walking through right now. If you want to pray alongside of me that God would just show up in a supernatural way and just do what God does best, which is specialize in the impossible. I would love that. I can't wait to just join back in. If you have any questions or any comments at all, you can go ahead and email me at katiejotanzi at dancingwithjesus.blog. That is my email. And then we also have some new platforms. So if you're on the podcast, go ahead and check us out on YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, check us out on the podcast. We also do have a TikTok. So check out some of my TikToks. I talked about a little of this, a little bit of this in some of my other, in some of my TikToks. So check us out on TikTok. And I can't wait to catch y'all back for another episode. Love you so much.